What's up, Jammies? You know we love football and we love our sponsor, Barefoot Wine. You know, wine and football aren't that different. Sure, they can be complex, but enjoying them should be easy. And both are easier to enjoy with friends. Cheers. What's up, Jammies? Welcome back to another episode of Ricky's Ram Jam presented by Barefoot Wine. Check it. Got the barefoot merchant. I'm wearing this crew neck. Represent. I love like the purple. We could use a little Rams blue in it. So maybe I'll add a little bit of my own flair to it, but I'm loving the crew neck right now. It is, it is sweet. What a tough fought game against the Ravens. Overtime loss 37 to 31, but it was such a battle. I thought what Matthew Stafford said after the game using this tough loss as fuel for the rest of the year was poignant. So take a listen. Yeah, just continue to trust the work that we put in. You know, I mean, um, that's all you can do. Obviously, didn't get the outcome we wanted, man. We battled. Thought uh, all three phases had really, really positive things and stuff that we can be better at as well. So um, like any game, win, lose, draw, it's uh, there's there's an opportunity for some growth. And, uh, you know, I know we'll attack it that way. And move on, and and really just try to you know use this as fuel to to you know finish it finish it out for the rest of the year. All right, next up, the Commanders come to SoFi, so it's time for us to break that down and more with Kirk Morrison. He played linebacker in the NFL for eight seasons. He's a host, an analyst for SiriusXM, along with co-hosting our Rams pregame and postgame coverage on the Rams radio network. Kirk, that is a mouthful. I mean, you do it all. <laughs> I try. I try my best, man. I love football, love the game, high school, college, NFL. It is always fun to talk a little NFL with you. Absolutely. So we were just talking off air before before we rolled. It, the The outcome wasn't what we'd hoped for, but how right. much fun was it watching this Rams team against the Ravens last week? I think it was so cool watching them um, because, regardless, you mentioned they lost the football game. That's the, that's the main thing, right? But the beauty of watching that game, I thought, was that it validated so many points for us. Like it it validated to me that the Rams are a playoff team. They deserve to make the playoffs, right? They hung toe-to-toe, which a team in which we think could be in the Super Bowl, definitely in a conference championship in the Baltimore Ravens. But I also thought that the Rams should have won the game. They didn't, but we saw so many different people make key contributions, right? Whether it was Matthew Stafford, obviously we know Puka Nakua, Cooper Cup, Demarcus Robinson, the offensive line played well. Kyron Williams is just a man amongst boys, it seems, in running the football defensively seeing Kobe Turner, Aaron Donald's triple teamed. I mean, come on. Yeah. That photo that was circulating was crazy. It's like, if anyone asks you if Aaron Donald's still good, show them this photo. Show and it's the just picture. Three pu- purple jerseys trying to hold him back. It's insane. Yeah. It reminds me of the picture of Calvin Johnson. When people always say yeah. whenever, when Calvin Johnson had two guys lined up on him. Yeah. That's when, you know, Calvin Johnson was the real deal. Same as could be said for Aaron Donald, but it was so many guys who made contributions in that game that you just said, man, like this Rams team, what we perceived them to be before the season was a team that's going to be, you know, maybe rebuilding scrapping, hoping to get to five wins. And yet this team has surpassed that. And they're right there on the cusp of getting into the playoffs. But I thought it was validation for the way that they played and how they almost won the football game against the Ravens. The Rams offense has clearly found their groove. Three straight games with 30 plus points. Two of them coming against two of the NFL's best defenses with with the Browns and then following the Ravens. Yeah. 
What do you think the reason is? Is it just time for this team to come together? Or do you think there is like a special sauce ingredient that they've recently found? K-Dub. That's it. <laughs> Yeah. K-Dub, Kyron Williams, that's all. I, I think just being, the, watching Kyron Williams, the way he's worked and operated, he's given the Rams a running game that we really haven't seen in a really long time. They've had guys who've come in and rushed the football, but not to the likes of what Kyron Williams has done. It's really eerily similar to what Todd Gurley used to do mm-hmm. in the early years of the Sean McVay offense. That's what Kyron Williams has been able to do. He's been a force. But he's also given, I think, the Rams some balance that they've needed. They've been really a pass-heavy football team where you knew you were going to pass the ball 60, sometimes 70 percent of the game. But Kyron Williams has been able to come in and have make defenses have to think about the Rams running the football. He's also helped the Rams kind of slow the pace down a little bit, right, has been able to hold on to the ball for you know, longer plays throughout a possession. And so I think that's where the offense has really started to, I think, come alive since the bye week. Honestly, when Kyron Williams came off of IR and was healthy, he's created some play action opportunities for Puka Nakua and Cooper Cup and has also helped out in coverages because now teams have to worry about the run, committing an extra player to the box in the running game. That also leaves some one-on-ones on the outside, and Matthew Stafford has done a tremendous job of seeing it, recognizing it, and making the checks at the line of scrimmage. It's all coming together at the right time. So we kind of forget about the beginning of the season where you didn't have Cooper Cup, and then it was the emergence of Puka, and then Kyron got hurt, and then Kyron's now back. Everybody's now healthy, and I think that's one of the big reasons why the offense is really starting to take off, especially the last couple weeks. I mean, Matthew Stafford, 10 touchdowns in just one interception in his last three games. When he's playing like this, the offense is so explosive. You just talked about, you know, for a second there, we almost forgot. You know, we don't ever forget, but Cooper Cup isn't on the field, but you see Puka totally taking off. Cooper Cup, a touchdown in consecutive games. How vital is it to have this offense all together healthy, cooking the way it is right now, especially down this stretch? Well, I'll speak from a defensive mentality. I think the hard part is that who do you double team? Who do you look to right. take away? It's like, okay, well, let's take away Nakua. Well, you're going to leave a, Cooper a former Super Bowl MVP, you know, one-on-one? Or say, okay, well, let's take away the Super Bowl MVP. Well, then you got a young emerging superstar in Puka Nakua who possibly could be the best rookie wide receiver we've seen in NFL history in terms of, you know, receiving yards in a season. And then if you want to say, well, let's take away the passing game, well, that leaves some open uh, holes and less guys in the box for Kyron Williams. So that's where I've seen this offense now is starting to grow, and it's difficult for a defense to say, who do you want to stop? Remember, they scored you know the amount of points last week without having Tyler Higby available. So you saw right. even a guy like Davis Allen, the rookie, he came along and started making some plays. So there is this offense that's still ever-growing, even though that they are started hitting their stride. There's guys who are emerging. I mentioned Demarcus Robinson also as well being a, another option that wasn't there earlier in the season. You still have Tutu Atwell who can still be a home run threat for you when needed. So I think there's multiple aspects of the offense that continue to to grow still, but are already starting to fly high. Now I want to pick your defensive brain for a second. (laughs) Yeah. The commander's QB Sam Howell has been sacked a league high of 58 times. And, you know, we talked about Aaron Donald being double and triple teamed. 
How important is it for the Rams to get pressure from others? And also, what has impressed you most from these rookie pass rushers, Kobe Turner, Byron Young, et cetera? Basically, when you have the one-on-one, you got to win, right? You have to utilize what's in front of you. And I think that you can see their confidence continue to grow. Aaron Donald is going to be the center of attention always. When he walks on the field, opposing offenses have to stop number 99. But in stopping number 99, what are you going to give up? Are you giving up, you know, extra, you know, help on the outsides or in the middle of your def- or your uh, offensive line just to stop Aaron Donald? And so that means that guys are going to have to win. And you're starting to see Byron Young win consistently. Kobe Turner starting to win consistently. A, a defense that's now starting to grow, especially in the back end. Having Akella Weatherspoon and, look, John Johnson being back as well. You brought some older veteran players who have, I think, able to kind of stabilize and bring some of the younger players, Darian Kendrick, Rush East, right? B- bring these guys along. And now they're starting to play, I think, at a high level and play confidently, too. They haven't been able to do that. And so a lot of it, look, it all starts with Aaron Donald. But I think I was always taught as a former player as well. Once you get to like week 12 and 13 and 14, you're not a rookie anymore. Like, you know, the way that the NFL is, how teams are going to block you. You know, your strengths, you know, your weaknesses. And so I think we're looking at players who are now starting to come into their own and I know we still call them rookies. I don't call them rookies anymore now because they're playing such a major part on the defense. Earlier this week, we had sort of a Rams holiday get together at the at the office, and yeah. Steve Avila from the from the O line came dressed <laughs> as Santa Claus, and Kobe Turner was coming in and handing out um, candy canes from like. Not only is this team so fun to watch on the field, and you talk about rookies, right. I just think it's like so exciting to be able to see these guys. Like they're so involved, they're so excited to be here. It was so much fun to just get to chat with them, and they're taking pictures, and Steve's dressed up as Santa, and it's just like <laughs> what a special. time time in this sort of Rams snow globe that we're in right now where, you know, we have two home games in five days and a wild card spot is in the balance. The mindset of this team, I I would love to hear your perspective on, on how, how they need to go forward when that ball is kicked on Sunday, but also how important it is that they're coming together as a, as a team right now. And and I just feel like they're so gelled. Well, it's a it's a good thing that a lot of those rookies who were drafted this year that they weren't here last year during this time. If you think about it, last yeah. year the Rams they they weren't playing for anything last year. They were just playing for respect. Honestly, a lot of guys were just playing to stay in the National Football League. Your quarterback was Baker Mayfield at the time, who was just trying to tell people, "Hey, I belong in the National Football right. League." You know, having you know kind of fizzled out of Carolina, and so I think that you know, sort of thing helps out the rookies because they don't know much about what happened last season. Whereas the guys who were here, they, they remember what last year was about. And it was, it wasn't fun after coming off of a Super Bowl championship, how last year they weren't talked about anymore. They were how disappointing the Rams were. And so I think that is, is going to fuel a lot of the guys and you bring the now youthful exuberance with these younger rookies now you got guys who are playing meaningful December football and are having fun and doing it. You just mentioned the guys at the Christmas party thing. Like, I think that's what's been exciting to watch is that you've got this new fresh blood, right? These new young guys who have brought in this, 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 this youthful jump and energy that this team needed, right? Remember the, the, the off season or preseason 
uh, talk was that, you know, Matthew Stafford, is, can he relate to these younger players? And he's not getting along. And I'm like, are you serious? That's what the NFL is. Like, you all come together during the season and you learn a lot of these guys' stories and learn a lot of these players where they come from. And you become a family and you become a unit. And that's where the Rams have gelled at the right time under the tutelage of Sean McVay and how he's been able to, I think, just be a better head coach this year because it wasn't going to be easy. He didn't have a lot of the leadership within the team that he had in years past. So it's come together right at the right time. And you get to December where you're playing meaningful football that everything matters. Every play matters. Even a punt return in overtime <laughs> that matters now, right? Where before it's like, oh, we lost the game. This one now, it matters. And so I think moving forward, you bring what happened last year, you bring in the new players, and now it's a different focus now heading to the final four weeks of the season. Yeah, I'm so excited. I just, you're right. Like last year around this time, it was like, hey, we're everyone's doing what they can. But this mm -hmm. year, it just like you said, there's this new energy. And even though it is so late in the season and there's only four games left, there is this momentum going and there is this feeling of togetherness and excited and just the energy around the building has been so awesome. Kirk, before I let you go, I need to ask you my Ram Jam questions. Now, yeah, these are the same three questions that I ask all my guests. So no pressure. Okay. Okay. I got you. If you were about to have your last meal on earth, what would it be? Like one entree, a drink of choice, one dessert. Where are you going? Tonight is the last night on earth. You know what? I, I've, uh, oh, if this was my last meal, I would have to go with one of my go-tos, right? Because it's okay. you can't really mess it up, right? Because if right. you think about last meal, you don't want someone to mess it up, right? Because you never mm. know where you may get it from. So for me, I just want some plain chicken wings with some blue cheese okay. on the side, and I'm good. Okay, you're a blue cheese guy, not yeah, a ranch. I'm a, not a ranch. Blue cheese, okay. please. Okay. You, don't forget the blue cheese. To each their own. To each, to their, each their own. own. That's fine. Don't forget the That's blue fine. cheese, but some plain chicken wings. I feel like you can't mess that up, right? Yeah. No, I like that. What about like a drink or a dessert? Like, are you going to pile it on? Oh, I think if I had to pile, if I got the extras now, yeah, definitely. I would do a nice little sparkling water. So I get the little fizz, Ooh. you know what I mean? Okay. Um, yeah. Where I still feel like I'm doing something healthy. Um, and then go. for the it's your last meal, I'm like chugging barefoot wine. Like, don't oh, really? whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's your, my yeah. last meal. I'm going to go big. Yeah, yeah you're going all the way big. I, I guess yeah. I may do a – I guess let's go old school. How about a um, – wow. What is it? No, no. I, want, I wouldn't go Tahitian treat. I would go like Ooh. cactus cooler maybe. Think about Ooh, that. Okay. Yeah, okay. So some wings, a cactus cooler, and then I'll throw in – I'm a big brownie guy too, so Ooh, I, I, yeah. I'll probably go with the uh, fudge brownie with a there little ice go. cream on top if I had to go out oh. that way. Yeah, yeah. Now you're now you're <laughs> speaking my language. If you could live in an amusement park, shopping center, or other fun place, where would you choose and why? Okay, and I'm not being biased here. I really feel like if you could live in an amusement park, like think about it, you could live in Disneyland. Right. Like, think about all it. the like, restaurants, you, all the restaurants. Like, like you could spend a day at each park. You know what I mean? Like, right. oh, today I'm just going to just be over in Tomorrowland and just hang right. out in Tomorrowland. Then I'm going to wake up to the next day and I'm going to be over where the Avengers are. And I'll go to right. sleep and wake up the next day and 
be over in uh what is it fantasy land whatever you want to do so i feel like you can have a great time being there you can eat there you have so much to do so if i had to live in an amusement park it would be disneyland because you have the yeah, fun rides, you have good. the chill rides, you have the thrill rides. It doesn't always have to be, you know, fast paced. You could take go at your own pace. And Absolutely. You, you, know, you got a parade every night, too. You're good. Yeah, they got <laughs> sweetheart nights. If you feel like right. going on a date, they've got, you know, the swan. Whatever. Yeah, I could I could I could deck out Cinderella's castle. I think yeah. I think just, uh, you know, today I put I my own go, little spin on it. Yeah, I'm just going to take a train ride around the park today. You yeah. know what I mean? Just, just decompress after a long yeah. day. Yeah, Absolutely. <laughs> I love that. Lastly, Kirk, what would a collage of your life include? What are the photos that are going on Kirk's collage? Oh, wow. Definitely in my hometown, Oakland, California. So we probably have the uh, the tree. Like We have the signature tree, okay. the, the, California, yeah. the uh, Oakland, California tree that uh, symbolizes the city. Um, it would have a, a baseball, which was my first love. Okay. 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 Um, football came along the way. I'll definitely put my high school in there. Um, obviously, pictures of all the family. I mean, you know, kids, yep. my wife, everybody mom, dad, you know, family pictures for sure. Um, and then San Diego State, my university, we'll put that in okay. there. I would have um, obviously the shield of the Raiders, the team that drafted me. I'll have that in there. And maybe a little tiny helmets of the Jaguars and the uh, and, and the Buffalo Bills. And then okay. it'll have my NFC team. All right? I grew up in the AFC, whether I was playing as a player, but I've come to love the Rams as been my NFC team. So I may have there a, you, go. you know, a, a picture of Rampage or something in there, <laughs> logged in there as well. But, uh, yeah, have a lot, you know, a couple, maybe a couple of movie clips that really, I think, describe me. And, okay. uh, yeah, that, that'd be my collage. A, a lot of, uh, maybe a couple that. of travels. So kind of like a whole little quick picture biography, I guess. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I think more people, it's, I always love asking that question because people always go different directions with it. And it is kind of cool if there was some sort of printout one page of like the most important things of your life, even if it didn't make sense to other right. people that were looking at it. Like, I think it's special. Kirk, thank you so much for your insight and time. I'm so excited for the commanders game at SoFi. Jammies, make sure you guys are getting to SoFi. We've got two <laughs> games in five days. This is crazy. Let's have some fun. It is the holiday season. Kirk, thank you so much for hanging out today. Ricky, appreciate it. Thank you for having me anytime. Catch up with you soon. All right, you guys, that does it for this week's Ricky's Ram Jam. Make sure you tune in. Keep it locked on all things Rams. Follow Kirk. Listen to him on the on the Sirius XM and on the Rams pregame and postgame. And you guys know what to do. Let's ram it.